<laughs> we got a motorcycle in the background there too. Oh well, <laughs> or a car. Did you get or the can? Oh, it picked it up. We got a good right, start. It was finally. full bold. Great. Full, yeah, a guy driving a motorcycle around my house is cutting through the window, but that's right. <laughs> Man, we watched so much band on Saturday. Man, it was it was actually pretty wild how it worked out over those two weekends with like the Dallas regional and then California, Dayton, New Jersey. We pretty much saw every group except Monarch, Strike, and Infinity or something like that. Maybe there's a couple others. I'm not convinced Monarch exists this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rise and Blue Knights. And I haven't seen those groups too, either. And NBI I haven't seen in a while. But Yeah, it's been a minute for them. But <clears throat> Yeah, Monarch's like ghost there. But I did see, too, that they randomly announced their show theme like a few days ago. <laughs> We're like three weeks away from, four weeks away from finals. It's like, oh, here's our show, actually. Building suspense, man. Building suspense, I guess. guess. But so before we get into today's follow-up predictions and post-mega regional, like three different regionals we watched Saturday, today's, we're recording this on March 30th. So welcome everyone to the H.Dot Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Fantini, and with me as always is... Evan Wall. And before we hop in to this quick mini episode today, make sure you head over to LoneStarPercussion.com. Use the discount code AGEDOUT to save yourself $10 on any order of $50 or more. They've been a sponsor of the podcast and YouTube channel for a while now. Everybody wins in that arrangement. Save yourself some money. Go go over to social media, Facebook, Instagram, so you never miss an update. Subscribe and follow there. Subscribe also if you're listening on podcast services even. Just head over to YouTube. Subscribe. Check out some of the reaction videos. We post clips from these podcasts sporadically um, as we get time to make them, etc. Subscribe over there. Um, yeah, check out all the content and then I'm, did I miss anything? Patreon.com. Yeah. Go there. You can give as little as much as, as little as a dollar kind of scatterbrained today. Sorry. Right. We're doing it at a less, uh, less than normal time just cause our schedules work this way today. But so that's all yeah. right. Right after work, post work mode when normally you just want to wind down, but we're like, all right, we got time. Let's jump into this podcast. Yeah. My roommates aren't home. So I don't have to annoy anyone and make them be quiet for like 45 minutes. So that's a win. Win, win, win. But yeah, great, dude. Great day of band. Uh, sometimes I wish that the stream had better audio quality so we could give like a little bit more in depth. I would say I'm using like multiple things to make these predictions. Uh, one is like watching the actual show in its totality on the stream or if they're mm-hmm. floating around YouTube. Then I would say another is just watching a lot of videos. For those guys out there being the unsung heroes, uh, George Collins, our base 311 at Drum Corps Coffee Shop, those two dudes, uh, Evan Guerra at Drumline AV. Thankfully, they're like keeping the culture alive. Right. And so we can see all that stuff. Uh, and then I would say the third one is just kind of like following recaps and looking yep. at that, like who placed where. I try not to look at penalties just because I, I'm going to go under the assumption that everybody at finals is not going to get a penalty. So I just kind of look at the raw scores of that mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and actually, my buddy Colton, who has a he taught with me at Cap City a few years ago, has a pretty cool spreadsheet he's put together with like predictions and like how it like adds like points per week, like based on their current score and projects what they may score at finals. Although this weekend it was kind of wild; everybody dropped like 95s, 94, 93. I know, the, dude. The, the scores the were, were crazy. So high. They were crazy inflated. I don't. There's that motorcycle. I don't again. understand. People, we <laughs> people were going like. 89 one week and then like next week they had like a 95 i was like yeah, what the, the hell is going on i bet what happened was uh some good groups went really early 
or like some groups that typically don't i don't know somebody probably popped the number and they boxed yeah. themselves in and they had to I be mean, like well they're as good as them so they get a 94 too for instance i know cap city popped cap city popped a 90 this weekend and they've never scored a 90 ever in the yeah. ensemble's history <laughs> so, so like what you're saying high. is the record is going to be broken at finals with a 99.99 it That's may just by force. I feel like the 15th place group is going to get a 90. <laughs> I mean, we I know we say the average of the activity is getting insanely better year over year, but not this much. Right. Um, so I do have some predictions. I don't know how you want to Yeah, go we'll dive those. right in here in a second. I just want to add about the sound quality thing with Flow. Um, Dayton had a pretty good quality audio setup. Uh, we were able to hear pretty clearly uh the california regional or the the east coast regional with gmu and stuff and united and stuff like it was okay not as good as the dayton regionals clarity you could hear through it um california's i thought was the worst <clears throat> yeah so, it was awful so our read on the california groups from a clarity standpoint wasn't the best uh we did adjust one of the like evans tv settings halfway through that like honed in more on like the higher pitches of like a snare line and stuff so we could hear more of it there but that was like after Broken City had already gone and like halfway through RCC or something. So it was fixed a little bit. So we don't we have no idea how cleanly Broken City played on the floor. But we got a good read of the show, have an idea of what they're doing. So now that that's out there, I say we just kind of – I think the plan, we'll keep this short. It's like a mini episode before our finals recap episode of our updated predictions. I've got my top 15 um, next to me in a Google Sheet. So let's just, just go through it and why don't you start – and go start with like who you think is going to win and why based on what you saw. And then we'll kind of just riff from there. Okay. I mean, I do have top 15 and also my semifinals and prelims groupings too. All right. Well, um, I only did top 15, so we'll do top 15 <laughs> first. And then you can talk about prelims to semis and stuff as you want to. I'm going to put a disclaimer out here as well. The groups, it was incredibly hard for me to make this list. I'm not going to lie. Same. Everybody, I feel like I've got probably the right groups in finals, semis, and prelims, but honestly, groups seven, maybe eight through like 18 are really hard to yeah. order, especially that like 10 to ten to 18 range. It's just like, I feel like I'm filling out a March Madness bracket and anything could happen and any person could be in and I'd be like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that happening too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I could and see that happening. I 100% yeah. agree. And, and part of it, and you and I talked about this a little bit on the phone yesterday talking about doing this episode. It's like, it's really difficult. And part of it is we just haven't seen as much from all those groups as we have the top five or top six or seven usually. Like, it's just, there's too much, too much to watch. And some of it, some of them don't even have content out there to really absorb, to have a good opinion out. Like, we might catch them on yeah. a regional stream or something, and that's it. So and it's like... It's a big difference, too, between me just watching the show as a whole and making an opinion and a kind of educated guess on it versus when you have... Uh, I believe they do eight. It's either six or eight. I don't know. Six judges, eight judges who are judging a specific area, and, like, you never know how the numbers are going to fall. Like, oh, when you're only watching to judge visual, you may see it differently than me just watching the whole thing. Yeah. So... Starting off, uh, I still do have Rhythm X in first. Uh, call me a homer. It's fine. I, As for do a couple I. reasons. Um, I'll let I, you say yours first, and then I'll talk about it. I think we're going to agree on a lot of this. I think that their show is the most memorable. Um, and I do think that they're going to play well. And they do play really well. But I think that their show has those moments that just stick with you. Like, you'll think about like a day later. 
the the Nirvana stuff is so well known, but it stays in your brain. And as a judge, I think that that means a lot. Like how effective it is. It's just like you can vibe to it. They have some cool moments. The way that the soundscape and the visualscape looks with the uniforms on the tarp is awesome. Uh, so they killed that. But I I just think that that show has the most. <laughs> I guess I I 100% agree. I thought they played extremely well. You and I were like up by the TV to make sure we could hear it and like we're laughing as they'd nail the bat- full battery moments the snare feature at the beginning was nasty for prelims like it just I'm surprised they didn't win that regional by more I was pretty bit. shocked at the the gap the gap widened on finals day didn't it I think a little bit yeah yeah but I was surprised because I don't think I don't think Mystique's gonna medal which is why I'm kind of surprised unless you and I are just really dumb uh, with all this prediction in our in our analysis, but I was surprised how close it was too. If I'm being honest, yeah. Um, the reason that I have Pulse in second is because their show is good and it's they play phenomenal. Yeah, but there's not really anything about it that like after I'm done, it just like sticks with me. You know, it's like yeah, like a memorable moment. Um, they I- do what they do incredibly well. It. This show for me just isn't one where two days later I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that thing posted. Uh, exactly. Like the, like the out of the box year where they hung upside down or yeah. uh, I, any of those years they won. Pulse's shows for me t- tends to have a level of genericness to them in terms of the style that they use, use to design their shows. They're very good. They check all the boxes. They just seem like some years they have those standout shows like um, – like with the, where they hung upside down and stuff, and they really go above and beyond, in my opinion. But a lot of them, like you just, I just watched it and went, and I was like, well, yeah, it's just a pulse show. Yeah, that like, uninvited show. That's one of my favorites from yeah, the year. Same thing. I love that show. Year, but I love that one. But this year's show just like didn't do much beyond just making me think, oh, it's it's a pulse show, and they're playing their nuts off. So kudos for that. I just so I want to follow this up with. We both think X is going to win, but there is a world where Pulse wins. I think this season is kind of akin to 2010, where X and Pulse... Well, Pulse kind of came out of nowhere in 2010, I feel like, when they came out to Dayton. But where I'm going with this is X's show is much better, in my opinion, from a GE standpoint, from a design, from a a moment-to-moment standpoint. But I think Pulse plays so well. They're so clean. And I think, now granted, I think X's battery and just ensemble plays better than X's did in 2010 from a clarity standpoint and an ensemble standpoint. But I think if X drops the ball and doesn't have a clean run, it'll leave the door open for Pulse to just play a perfect show or close to perfect show and they'll beat him. Yeah, and I think, and my friend Colton said this too, and this is part of my reasoning for my order too, is that there are some groups that just know how to f- finish finals week well. Yes. And Rhythm X is for sure one of those ensembles mm-hmm. that could rewrite the entire closer finals week and it would just be balling. Because uh, they've done that multiple years. Yeah. They just they know how to finish the season strong. Yep. Not that say that Pulse doesn't, but there are groups that don't. Uh, so all right, we'll keep moving. But yep. so our Rhythm X Pulse, uh Broken City. I think they'll stay in metal contention. They have never not meddled as an ensemble mm-hmm. since they've become a thing. Um, I think that the they play they play well. 
and I think WGI has an appreciation for what they do as much as like it's kind of lost its excitement for me personally. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely not as exciting as it was or as fresh as 2016 and 17, uh, in my opinion. But yes. they, are, they are really good. Seeing their show at the regional, it was like, oh, this is very similar to what they've done the past few years. Very, very similar. And again, they play really well. The book is well written. Ensemble, it's but they're just doing the same things. Excuse me. <clears throat> they're just doing the same things that they've been doing. And for me, like you said personally, that it was really fresh and awesome the first first couple of years. But now I'm just kind of like I think to put it more bluntly than you did, I think they'll medal as well and get third. And I'm not saying they don't deserve to. I'm not saying the kids don't play well enough to get a bronze medal at all. I I just think part of it is they're gonna play well, obviously. The book is difficult, like it always is, with tons of space and how they do what they do. But I also just think the activity kind of has a hard-on for what they do right now still. Right. And, yeah. So I, th yeah. I agree. I think they'll get a bronze medal. So, yeah. And then I have MCM and RCC in fourth and fifth. Um, I bumped RCC up because after seeing them at the regional, they still it's still just a really good ensemble. Yeah. They move, they move so well. Um, the visual program is still alive and well, um, and they got a lot better from oh, yeah. the last time I saw them. Um, I I just think that they'll that'll they'll kind of stay in that top five. We had uh, we had said in our last prediction that they were going to get beat by GMU, and right when they got done at that regional, you and I looked at each other and went, uh, "I don't think GMU is going to beat them anymore." They got a lot better. Yeah, uh, I do, however, still see GMU in sixth, and some people be like. Some people listen to this may be like, well, they got beat by United this past weekend. It's like, I understand that. But if you look at the recap and prelims, it was really, they won three out of the four judges and one judge really just kind of tanked them yep. <laughs> for some reason. Like, the spread was egregious. Um, even if he had put them in second but kept a decent spread, they still would have won prelims. And then yep. in finals, uh, their DTX pad, which is the most integral part of their show and ties the entire show together, didn't work. So yep. I still feel like GMU is better than United. Uh, the show, I feel like they play better. I feel like the visual package is better. It's, I, I just think they're still going to beat United. I would agree. <laughs> I, I have GMU in sixth as well. I think the RCC Mystique in fourth and fifth could be in any order. I think whoever shows up and plays better. Um, I Again, I'll reiterate, I, I understand what Mystique is doing this year, and I think it all works as a cohesive show. I just think it's kind of not coming off as well as they probably thought it might. And I think they could beat RCC. So, so RCC Mystique could be 4-5 or it could go Mystique RCC. I don't know. We'll just see who plays better and what happens. That's what I think there. But yeah, and then again, gonna... I have GMU in 6th and then I have Matrix in 7th. Same. Uh, I'll just go through my next three here. Matrix, 7th, United, 8th. Infinity ninth. Um, I think Matrix has just been they've been around so long. They they know how to they know how to score points. They know how to write a show to score points. Yep. Um so yeah, I think that they'll be seventh. United, they play really well. I the show the beginning of it is really cool and then it kinda gets a little stale, but they play really well. Um so I think that that's gonna carry them. Infinity they have a pretty good show. Um, I know they got like a pretty <laughs> egregious penalty down there at their state championships as well, where they technically got beat by strike. But really, if you took out the penalty, they did not. 
um, and it wasn't really close. <clears throat> and Infinity is another one of those ensembles that just doesn't seem to not be in the top 10. <laughs> it's funny so. you say that. I've got them in 11th. But again, that, that's <laughs> one of go. those groups that I haven't seen hardly anything from. I acknowledge they will probably be in that 8 to 12 range. And I just don't know where to put them. So I was like, well, I've seen United. They play well. I agree with so you on their your, show. What's your 7, 8, 9? So 7 is Matrix. 8 is United. I have Monarch in ninth, just because they're typically solid and have been good the past few years. Again, they fall in that category with Infinity where... I haven't seen hardly anything, so I'm kind of just going on the history of the group to being like, okay, I think they'll be at the bottom half of the top 10, probably 9th, 10th, somewhere around there, maybe 11th. I think the 9, 10, 11, I have Monarch, POW, Infinity, and that could be in any order. I, I honestly don't know enough. It's like a March Madness bracket, like you said. It's like you look at the, <laughs> you, you look at the school on the line that's the 9 seed and go, I, I've never, I haven't seen them play all year. I know nothing. So almost like betting on horse racing. Who's got the who's got the number that you like and the colors <laughs> the jockey that you like? Yeah, but I do stand by Monarch will probably be in the bottom half of the top ten. Um again, you and I disagree on Infinity a little bit, but you've seen them more than me, I think. So I would probably trust you a little more than me. But I've watched some lot videos and I've seen some pretty poor angles of the show. Um so we'll see. Uh, my so my ten spot, ten, eleven, twelve, I have POW, Cap City, Monarch. Um, Powell's another one of those groups that they just know how to write a show that scores points and they mm -hmm. play usually pretty well uh, Cap City has a strong show they play a ton of notes uh, the beginning of the show certainly has a lot of legs hopefully they can uh, I think down the stretch if they can find some ways to create some more readability on a one run like a one judge show mm -hmm. uh, they could they could bump up even higher than 11th Potentially, because um, they definitely have some hands and and playing in that on in that show as well. And then Monarch twelfth, like I just I don't know. I don't know what I'm just throwing them. I saw like a one random clip of like a snare solo on a football field from a warm up for a show, and that was pretty much it. And then I there was one clip from like the back side of one of their run throughs, which was pretty useless. So it's just I put them in twelfth because I don't know, but they could they could come out and be eighth. Yeah. Who freaking knows? Who knows? Uh, I agree. My 10, 11, 12, I had POW in 10th as well. Infinity in 11, like I said. Then I have Cap City in 12. Um, I think there's going to be... I think in, Cap City's book is there. It's The show's fast. They did declutter the floor. I it noticed. Feels like, yeah. It feels like they decluttered the floor visually a little bit, which helped the readability of the show a lot. They still um, need to get rid of those pots and pans in the front ensemble. So if anybody listens to that, cut that <laughs> right away. But uh, yeah, so that's 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 our hodgepodge of those middle groups of finals. Uh, the bottom, th the 13, 14, 15 slot, I think is more interesting from a discussion standpoint because I think we've got some newcomers that both of us think are going to make it, and then we have a disagreement about that 15 spot. So you want to lead here for 13 through 15, and then we'll keep going? Sure. Uh, so I have 13th Rhythmic Force out of Texas. 14th Vigilantes, also out of Texas. And then 15th, I have Red Wave, uh, Red Wave who was a newly promoted ensemble to uh, world class and did really well at the Cali Regional. Uh, actually, a buddy of mine runs that ensemble, uh, Joe Avery, who stood next to me at Crown in 09. What's up, Joe? And yeah, I think that we're going to have three new groups break into finals, which would be awesome. I agree with the Vigilantes and Rhythmic Force. 
Uh, I have their order order switched. I have Vigilantes getting 13th and Rhythmic Force getting 14th because I think, and you and I talked about this a little bit on Saturday, I'm going to give the nod to Vigilantes because I think their playing is going to be better than Rhythmic Force's. Vigilantes' show is good enough that I think their playing is going to be farther ahead of Rhythmic Force's to where it'll push them into 13. And Rhythmic Force, even though their show might be better from a design standpoint, I think they're going to be below Vigilantes on play on playing clarity. Yeah, I think that I like the Rhythmic Force show better for sure. Just as far as the way it relates to sheets and how you score points and stuff like that, I would say I like the Vigilante snare line better right now, <clears throat> and maybe the quad line. I don't know, dude. I'm splitting hairs, <laughs> but I don't know. I just think Rhythmic Force is still going to pull pull. We'll see. I think yep. I think they'll be over. So and then and then I have red, red line. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. Finish. I have red line in fifteenth. I think they're going to break back into finals. I like their show. I think it's they took that like we said before that simple, easy to understand, easy to read choice in a design process, and they're playing better this year than they have in the past few years. So I think I think red line's going to squeak in again for the first time since like 2017, 16, whatever it right, was. I think it's seventeen. So yeah, I could see that. I could see a scenario where Dark Sky gets in. Yeah, uh, could also happen. They they had a pretty big gap between them and Red Wave out the regional, mm-hmm. but I think that they're they also have room to grow if they clean up because I I just think Red Wave was a lot cleaner than Dark Sky was at that show. Um, and yeah, AQ. So these are my semifinalists right now, and I'll just go through that. So my semifinalists. And these aren't in order. I just have them in a group. Like, I think these will be the semifinalists, whatever order it is. Uh, Dark Sky, Atlanta Quest, Redline, Strike, and Conexus. Uh, Say that one more time. Dark Sky, Atlanta Quest, Redline, Strike, and Conexus. I think those will be the other top 20, 16 through 20, the order. Who knows? One of those could squeak into the 16th or 15th spot, 14th spot, and bump somebody else out. That it was really hard to like. I, I messed with that 12 to like 18 range a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And you, I agree with those semifinal predictions. Um, like you said, AQ could squeak in, Strike could squeak in, Dark Sky could squeak. In. Who who knows? It's when you get to this tier of the groups, the consistency from performance to performance is going to change and go down a little bit just because of the talent level and the experience level of the members typically. So it's, it's usually a dogfight down there. And when all those groups aren't like a clear, like a clear cut head and shoulders above another group, like anything could happen. Yeah. Um, Like when you're not like, Oh, this is for sure a top five group. Like you could almost end up anywhere. I think that that's fair to say that there's been a consistent top five uh, groups and then even like a consistent like six to ten groups. But when you get to like 11 through 18, like you could almost roll the dice on like how the judges will interpret it. It, It's going to be pretty, pretty, (laughs) pretty much a bloodbath. Yeah. Uh, And then I actually feel pretty, pretty confident about my prelims, uh, like the bottom eight or nine or whatever it is, Veritas. Blue Knights, Audio Theater, although I haven't seen Blue Knights at all, so who knows. Audio yeah. Theater, Rise, Imperial Dynasty, uh, Minnesota MBI, Fourth Wall, 
flux. I feel pretty solid about those, that grouping. The order, who knows, but I think that those will be the the groups that stop after prelims. No, yeah, I think I think you're right there. I don't think we have much disagreement, but again, caveat, whoever shows up in those ra- that range, especially at the finals cutoff line and the semifinals cutoff line, we'll see. I'm excited. I think this I think this year has got a lot of quality groups, a lot of quality playing and show designs happening and I'm excited to go to finals. I think we've locked in our plans of we're going to be there all day Friday, drive up Friday morning, semis day, watch as much as we can, stay overnight, and then we're probably going to be around most of the day Saturday, but I don't think we're going to stick around overnight uh, for awards or anything like that. I think we're going to drive back to Kentucky. we live pretty close yeah. to Dayton within a couple hours, uh, two and a half, but although... I would like to stay and hang out with my friends. Most of them will probably be in retreat until, until like, like 1 2 a.m. Yeah, 1.30. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but I'll also be looking forward to, if I get these wrong people, the DMs will be like, I told you we make finals. I told you. I'm like, all right, yeah, you made finals. Yeah, we, we're going to be wrong. We are not going to be 100% correct on our predictions. Yeah. Someone's going to make finals that we didn't see coming. Someone's going to beat the someone that we didn't won't see. Be right. No. However, if I did, if I do get this entire order, Right, I'll just be like in your face. <laughs> Get out oh, of my man. DMs. All right. Well, obviously, if you see us at semis or finals day, feel free to say hello. Say hello in the lot, whatever. We'll be around. Um, I'll probably wear my podcast T-shirt. Yeah, we'll both have it on one of the days at least. Um, nice so, and yeah. nerdy. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think let's close this out. Little mini episode here again. LoneStarPercussion.com discount code aged out. Facebook, Instagram. Um, let us know what you think in the comments on YouTube. Do you agree with our predictions? Do you yeah, think we're crazy? Give us your own list of top 15, top 18, 20, whatever you want to do. If you're listening on podcast services, go over to YouTube anyway and let us know. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got. And we'll probably not do – we got some more reaction videos we'll do between now and finals, but I don't think we're going to do another podcast till post-finals. So It'll we will see everybody on the other side. Peace.